everybody, welcome back to the great and terrible AHS. We are recording episode C- God, episode five of season three, Burn Witch Burn, which I get kind of gives away a little <laughs> bit. That's a... Uh, hmm. We discussed it a little last time in terms of like the punctuation, but it's also not like a particularly clever title like it doesn't seem to like be a reference to things you know like yeah, faster pussycat kill kill or something i don't know but burn comma which period burn exclamation point like it does feel a little bit like the um god what's the the lionel huts the the simpsons lawyer or whatever <laughs> no money down <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's like one of those but they didn't turn it into like something else it's just confusing <laughs> yeah it really exactly. hutzed up this title yeah and i'm joined by as always miss shadow lovely liz and slow beef hey gang yo Hello. yo yeah, for the, like the title, I think it like it's so specific that it makes me think it might be a reference to something. Like it's like a reference to a quote, maybe. Um, there's, I mean, there, there's like like idioms like it, like burn, baby, burn. You know, yeah, that's like what not I was thinking. obviously. Yeah, it's just I think it's just so it's awkward because it doesn't quite read that way you know i think maybe because of the syllable period yeah the period is fucking it all up really yeah (laughs) i think the punctuation just doesn't work help at all but you know not only (laughs) does it not help at all it makes it more confusing because now like the only thing i am doing is trying to figure out what it is copying because it is so weird and so specific yeah yeah it's yeah i it, it, it if i thought maybe it was like the faster pussycat thing, even though that doesn't quite fit the rhythm, but yeah, I, I'm just kind of lost, you know. So very strange. Um, it is very topical, though. I'll give them that. Um, if if anything, maybe too topical. Um, and almost a spoiler. Um, but I guess I don't know. It's not like a TV show that like says the title of the episode like in the show, so. <laughs> I don't know if Sometimes it's that big of a deal. I thought, I occasionally, yeah. occasionally, Kathy Bates looks directly at the camera and goes, episode title. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> I mean, like a title well, card. They don't usually have like a title card that's like, episode five, yeah. burn, witch, burn. <laughs> like, it's not like Powerpuff Girls where you get like a whole title card sequence. Yeah. Honestly, to its detriment, but yeah. This is, um, I would say, the first episode, getting into the opening sequence, this is the first episode where I was like, oh, we've decided um, to retcon, question mark, something that we've already established that I thought was like, I don't know, kind of a good thing we established for a bad character. Um, so we're back in a flashback um, to like Madame Delphine before uh, she got buried mm. alive. Um and it's a scene very similar to the very first scene of episode one where we're getting a flashback. It's a party. Um, it's Halloween mm-hmm. Eve, 1833, um, in New Orleans, obviously. And like <laughs> it's a really, really weird and unnecessary scene. I'll just lead in with saying, like, we already know she's a bad person and accept it. And like it's easy to assume that she was also bad to her daughters. Yes? Am I crazy yeah, for this? Yeah. I'm just thinking the worst human being alive who's willing to like mutilate people uh, would also perhaps not be the best mother maybe that's just me (laughs) i'm gonna say the the wackiest thing where this almost feels like a bit much in a way which is wild considering who she is and what she's done but like i i think we can get into it a bit because i just think it was not necessary yeah yeah it's also very odd because like yes she is um indisputably the real lady especially um just a nightmare person just a truly awful awful human being um but like the one thing and i'm not giving them credit for them for this i'm not saying it's like a good thing but like the one thing that they tried to make us sympathetic towards her for Mm -hmm. was when she was like telling fiona like yeah when i like woke up from being drugged by um What's her, Marie oh yeah, they like hung my daughters yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they like hung my yeah. daughters, and there was like a big like traumatic scene of her like falling on the ground and wailing. So like the only thing we yeah. know as an audience is like, oh yeah, she was shitty, but like she loved her kids. <laughs> like that was supposed to be yeah. like a humanizing feature, I guess. Then they right. throw this in there, which is like, oh, why? <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're at the big ball. They're at a big ball. And one of the daughters is like finally starting to hit it off with one of the suitors, which is like what allegedly mom wanted. Yeah. So she goes, oh, well, he looks a little bitch made, honestly. So how about we take him to the spooky room and see if I can make him flip his shit? <laughs> yeah. The daughter's like, come on, don't take don't take my suitor to the spooky room to flip his shit, mom. Come on. And she's like, well, I mean, if you think he's too much of a wiener to handle it. And he's like, I'm not a wiener. Take me to the spooky room. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so he's like, if I have your daughter with me, I can deal with any spooky room. So (laughs) they go to the spooky room. Uh, She does the classic thing of pulling back a Schaefer dish just a little bit and saying, put your hands in here. And he goes like, oh, yeah, this must have taken you all day to peel these grapes. And then she pulls the cover off and it's like actually human eyeballs, which like. Well, that's just the, the whole point of the cover is that it's like an elute, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, like, uh, and, you know, he <laughs> understandably pulls his hand back and is like, hey, uh, what's wrong with your fucking mom? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I gotta go, you know? Like, not, enough, I, though, not enough to leave because he's willing to do a second one. She's like, oh, let's go yeah. to the second dish. And he's like, okay, I'm sure this one will be normal. The first one there's was no eyeballs, one, but this one I'm sure will be something normal. <laughs> You can't and escalate it past eyes. <laughs> yeah. And they have him like put his hand in there and he's like, I don't know, it feels like sausage links. And she's like, it's intestines. I'm like, now hold on. Those are those are like really thin little intestines. There's no way he'd be like, these are wet little sausages. <laughs> like, Absolutely not. Idiot guy. But um, yeah, just really dog shit behavior uh, from the lady of the house. Um, so he he does just like leave. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> and runs yeah. out screaming. Uh daughter understandably going i fucking hate you mom i hate when you bring my suitor to the spooky room and then be like well you shouldn't have married him because he was a wiener man normal people don't have to encounter the shit you put people through in the spooky room mom and she goes too fucking bad (laughs) (laughs) i don't yeah yeah i i don't get it i also don't think like i don't feel like she's rich enough to pull this off like there's a probably a point in high society where they're like don't i'm not sending my kid over there like fucking did you hear about what she did to the last to the to the johnson boy like he's touching eyes and feet i don't know it's gross like yeah fuck that. i was gonna say maybe like she gets away with this because it's halloween but ty's right like the next scene is like the daughters like all crying upstairs and they're like she always does this and i'm like okay so this is like a pattern of behavior this isn't like the first time she's taken someone right. into the awful room and made them touch eyeballs like clearly this is repeated behavior so it's not yeah. like covered by the halloween the Halloween disclaimer. Um, <laughs> they decide they're going to kill her. They're like, uh, our mom is racist as shit. Um, we have got to kill her. She sucks. She's just awful. She's just fucking awful. And for what it's worth, she like allegedly overhears them. It did not seem like that should be possible no. when I was first watching this. Yeah. Like, they're talking very quietly on like a far side of the room and before she shows up or knocks the at the door like they all go oh sh- be quiet and then she walks in and like doesn't immediately give away that she knows it and for me it just read as like oh okay so this is now going to be a long-term background plot uh no no uh she has uh the has the awareness and just was able to hear them through the wall quietly i guess and it's (laughs) like oh they're trying to kill me well uh, better better fuck them all up so she calls for I think like just like a a couple strong ones. Give me some strong slaves and also Bastion, which it's weird that she like calls for Bastion by name. Like, I don't understand why she'd be like, yeah. And then um, the slave I do like, which is like, wait, 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 hold on. (laughs) I mean, I guess Uh, it's still like established that this was in the past, but that just makes it more confusing because it's like, oh, okay. So the shit that's about to happen is going to happen. And then like a year later, her kids are just cool with her again. Um, yeah, it's to yeah. let us know that this was even though there's a fucking title card. Um, it's to let us know, hey, in case you forgot what year the first flashback was in episode one, this happened before it. Bastion's still alive. This was like a year or whatever before <laughs> she decides yeah. to make the Minotaur man. Um, and then get as if we didn't know that because everybody died after that point. So. I think we probably could have figured out that it was in the past. 
Um, <laughs> but they they name drop. They, I guess they wanted us to remember that Bastion's a character, even though he's dead. Um, it's it's so it's so yeah. weird. Um, and especially because it's farther back, then it wouldn't even th- then Bastion would be even more unnamed to yeah. Madame Delphine. Correct? Yeah, her racism was still like extra virulent at the time <laughs> yeah it's it's very very odd i guess it was a, a way for them to anchor us as a viewer mm-hmm. but like regarding the um the like oh they overhear it it was so bad that at a certain point in my notes i had i rewrote it it's not in there anymore but i was like oh yeah this this begins the plot where they secretly want to kill their mom and then i had to go back and rewrite and i was like oh no i guess she fucking heard them somehow um, yeah, which, uh, this is she just giving, knows. this is giving them just so 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 much credit. I, from lived experience, can say if you have um, a really shitty, overbearing mother, um, sometimes they'll stand outside your door quietly and just listen. Um, yeah, for sure. ammo for, for sure. some future. Um, they don't communicate that at all in this scene, but I guess that's what they're assuming we think happens. That's that's what I feel like is um, they had a scene of that or of some way, shape, or form that it was clear that Delphine was eavesdropping. Um, and then they cut that for time. And then they left all sorts of other shit in instead. <laughs> I, I, think what the, I think where like the ultimate, like where it falls through the cracks, like where the communication falls through the cracks is when she's leaving the room and she talks to whatever her husband's name was. Um, and is like, go get the slaves. Like she doesn't say why. I think if she would have just dropped like a dialogue line of like the, the girls are fucking up. Or it's finally happening or something like something to the effect to like let us know why she's getting three strong men to kidnap her daughters in a few minutes um, would have a little I, bit tied it together and been like, oh, I told you I'm going to kill those girls. Now's the time. Like, oh, geez. Oh, even dear. She, like, even if she just said something to the effect of like, oh, it's fi- it's finally happening or something to like indicate that she had like some inclination that this had been talked about before or maybe or even like if she a was like coming or or like she had just been disrespected by all the daughters too like of you know yelling at you and being like i hate when you do this shit mom so like she could have just locked him up for that and that would have honestly maybe been even more cruel right of just like even a small transgression like that gets you put in the cage for a year like yeah it's just yeah so because that's the thing right yeah because like they're she's trapped in the cage for a year right or like well she traps them in the basement and then like one of them like as they're he, she's putting her in like some kind of brace cage thing and she's like i think you broke my legs like yeah whatever you know and then she's like well i'll teach you to try to plot to kill me maybe we'll leave you here in, in here for a year you know which is like all right i mean for, for one thing like okay I think if you break your leg, especially back then, and, like, there's just no treatment for it for a fucking year, like, that's not healing, right? And Oh, you're dying of an infection. Yeah. 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 And to be clear, yeah. it's not just, like, oh, you accidentally broke my leg while you were, like, shoving me in here. She straight up tells mm-hmm. the guy who's shoving her into the cage, go ahead and break her leg. Like, she says yeah. it, like, verbally. Says, go ahead and break her leg to get her in there. And then he does. Um... <laughs> So and that's I and, think the oldest daughter that gets that because the other two get put in a different cage. Unclear why. Yeah. I guess it's so that we have some <laughs> point of reference for something that will happen later. Um, a, a moment she has with the same daughter later. Um, they're they're like, yeah, remember this is the one whose name you remember question mark oh do you mean do you mean the one where they kept by the way yeah we somehow haven't mentioned this which is fucking insane but the daughter that is the highlight of this and will continue to be the highlight of this episode on random occasions where they will turn to the camera and say her name and expect me to not laugh and that that name is borkita (laughs) oh yeah turning the camera and going 
Bokita. And I'm just trying not to lose my mind every time Kathy Bates sadly, mournfully says, My daughter, Borkita. And I just. <laughs> they want me to take Borkita seriously. Like, I'm sorry. I, even if it's, that's a real name, I'm sorry. It's just so funny in this context. It sounds like oh. a brand, you know, yeah. of like breakfast burritos that are microwavable or something. Okay, I'm you know really what I mean? Like you craft thought, made. Yeah, you and I thought the same thing. I'm like, it sounds like something that like Taco Bell soft launched. For like yeah. a limited time, and it was like. Well, it sounds a lot like Gordita. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a burrito yeah. Gordita like m- mixture amalgam, the Borkita. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'll be totally honest. I didn't Google it. I don't know if her daughters were also real people, like the daughters in the show. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're based off of like her real children. Fucked up if true. Um. But I don't know if she had children IRL. I didn't look it up. Um, I'm sure she did, but I didn't look it up. Especially since I had a dog named Gordita. So every time (laughs) she's like mournfully saying Borgita, it it definitely is like hitting in the same way of me just being like, Gordita, you little idiot. You just ran into a door again. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) I am. I'm not going to claim to know how, like, the, the 19th century, um, the law worked or how society totally was or anything. But I think the thing is, like, that uh, Delphine being, like, like psychotic and, and mutilating her slaves is one thing that you could get away with kind of easily because of how people looked at on slaves and everything like that, right? But, like, you know, imprisoning your, like, actual, like... Well, uh, white daughters, you know, that people in society would, you know, they, people would notice. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't There were just, suitors. Yeah. yeah. Like, there were people who were like, you can't just do that. And you're just like, well, what are you going to do? Like, that suitors was kind who of. who were probably upset, by the way, because they had their hands stuck in eyeballs, like, that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, that's the kind of behavior that even if, like, a, a slave had gotten out and, like, reported that, they probably would be like, okay, you're a slave, but, like, we are going to look into that. <laughs> that yeah, is, that's, right? Like, that seems pretty bad. Okay, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, hey, we're going to have to take you back, but before we do, we are going to check that attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. That's what is really, really confusing about this, because this whole scene transpires where she, like, says she's going to, like, torment her two daughters that are in one cage and then she's gonna keep Borkita in a cage for a whole year and then like shove shit in her mouth on Christmas morning no fucking idea where that comes from just yeah, completely right? the- out of left field I got a Christmas present for you I'm going to I'm going to feed you poopy like a shitty Krampus like what are you talking about old lady <laughs> yeah. what are ho, you ho. it is not Santa Christmas crap. It, is, it is Halloween uh, lump of coal, lump of shit. No, it's kind of a reach. All right. Well, still. Is this, any, is this anything? Yeah. yeah like, it, it, it would be a lot less confusing if she didn't say, like, on Christmas morning, I'm going to put shit in your mouth. Like, if she didn't say Christmas, it would be, a, it would still be fucking weird, but it would be a lot less confusing. Because, like, again, we got a title card. It's Halloween. So, like, it's not, like, topical for her to be like, it's going to be Christmas tomorrow and I'm going to shove poop in your mouth. She's just like, no, two months from now, I will be shoving poop in your mouth. (laughs) So, like, maybe this is me being too Machiavellian in approach, but if there was a group of three people that had already decided we're going to kill that motherfucker. And then I like put them in cages and force fed them poop and tortured them. Um, I imagine when I let them go, they'd be like, all right, we really got to kill this. (laughs) It doesn't seem like you're going to like get a correctional result from this. This Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like you've signed the, I have to kill them at the end warrant at that point. Like you have agreed that this ends in death. There's no other (laughs) way. Like you can't just let them walk after this. They're going to kill you. It (laughs) turns out shit tastes good. I like you now. Yeah. I like poop. I'm into this. Yeah. (laughs) You win, mom. I mean, they kind of did the same thing. Like, they have this really weird idea of, like, escalation um, that they had in Asylum, too, when they had Lana have um, Bloody Face, whatever, Threadson, um, tied up. And she's like, I'm going to kill you in seven hours. I'll be back. See you later. (laughs) Like... 
Yeah, you just incentivized that character to do whatever the fuck he needs to do to get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah, y- you just escalated it. Like that character's not just gonna be chill about you made it, it now. An escape room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. You were like, all right, you have one hour to solve the riddle and get the fuck out of this chair and kill Lana Winters. <laughs> you just, yeah. You've set up a world where you're gonna be murdered by someone named Borkita. Like it's it's not. No. <laughs> I mean, I think Don't like, put in the papers I was owned by Borkita. <laughs> my daughter Borkita. Why did I name her that? I say as I'm being murdered by my daughter Borkita. Like, I, the only... At the very least, because again, we know this is in the past, and nothing will come of this, by the way. This is the end of this flashback. So, like, we are to believe that, like, a year passes... And they're just cool with their mom now when we see them in episode one. And they are again having a party and being shown off to suitors. Um, We are to believe that they just after this incident became chill when at like the bare minimum, even like the most scared. Because I think like what they want us to believe is like, oh, they just got so scared of their mom that they decided not to kill her which like ty said no you now know that she is capable of and will harm you um you have to kill her now she has escalated it to physical harm so you now are right. like you have for your own safety it's either get out of there or kill her those are your two it's- options <laughs> It's frankly a coincidence now that you just you had the idea already. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause you certainly have it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess they're just cool with her. But like, at the very least, they those girls would leave. They would leave. They would run away. They would run away with someone. Like it's the eighteen yeah. hundreds. They don't have like find my phone. Like they if they get away, they're gone. <laughs> they're out of there. Um, mm-hmm. And from what we see in episode one, uh, Delphine doesn't make, like, an effort to, like, keep them hostage. Anyway, like, this is all very confusing because, again, the only time we've seen... American Horror Story. (laughs) Yeah, it's very confusing, (laughs) colon, American Horror Story. Um, (laughs) The only thing we know about, like, her relationship with her daughters is from episode one or, like, the little flashback we get in, like, episode three. And, like... They are supposed to be a point of sympathy, like a humanizing point for her. But instead, they're like, no, no, she was like super, super shitty to them, too. They were going to kill her. Um, then they weren't. It's crazy. Anyway, um, I, it's all because at the end, they want to like have this. I don't know. They want it to be like a mirror, think- like a bookend thing of like, oh, but what if they do kill her? Hmm. What if they do end up I, killing her, but not in the way you thought? I think the problem is, it, like, it, it kind of makes a couple scenes worse. Like, it is fucked up that, like, they hang her kids in front of her right before they bury her alive. And she's such a shitty person that, like, well, you could debate, do the kids deserve it, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's deserved. It wor- You know what I mean? And it, like, kind of work. It, it's got that contrapasa stuff that I've learned from last I mean, season that you should listen this, to. At this <laughs> point, um, this and another thing that will happen later in this, if anything, this, like, thing they're setting up and also something else that happens in a while that I have a note about really brings into question Marie Laveau's morality because mm-hmm. now, if anything, they've made the daughters very sympathetic of, like, Oh, well, Marie yeah. killed them and they were they would have been totally into killing their mom. Like <laughs> right. they, they yeah. were like now... casualties that were like double victims. They were victims on both fronts. They were not supportive of their mother. They wanted to like undermine their right. mother yeah. and kill her. Um Yeah. Too yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, too bad. You're They're right. gonna die. <laughs> They're gonna be used in, in like one act of tragedy. They are going to also die for their mom, who they fucking hated and was awful to them, question mark. But yeah. Congratulations on being fridged twice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Small miracles. Keep it up. (laughs) Yeah. Before the um, before the opening credits roll, though, um, we do get like a, a flashback to the last the end of the last episode a flashback for us not for the characters it's modern time in the show oh uh oh zombies 
Zombie time. Nice. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, zombies. This is like the level of reaction everyone has, by the way, which is fucking insane. Like, you can see these zombies have, like, guts and pieces falling out of them and shit, and, like, everybody's just like, what the? Kathy Bates, yeah. like, Kathy yeah, but, Bates, like, Kathy Bates looks up at the, one of, like, the most prosthetics of all and is like, that's clearly my daughter. I'm going to die here. And, and she's the like, other ones are just like, whatever, you old hag. Like, she's quoting, like, old English. Like, she's like, it's over. It's so Jover, but in, like, old English. <laughs> And then, like, everybody else is like, eh, it's, it's fine. They're, one of them even says something to the effect of, like, well, they're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is well, fair. I um, feel like, the, the, don't they have, like, people outside, too, who see the zombies? They do the whole, like, great costume, bro, like, th- yeah. That's very shortly, yeah, that happens yeah. very soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is... <laughs> Oh, it's so dumb. Okay, so yeah. they go, uh-oh, zombies, just to remind you, the viewer, of like, hey, we set up a zombie thing last time, remember? Yep, yep. Uh, and then we get opening credits, and uh, we cut back to the bar with the very, <laughs> yeah, I want, okay, your scene title is very good. Cut to uh, Delia screaming. <laughs> Cordelia is on the ground um, yelling and has acid in her eyes. Um, everybody else in the bar is like freaking out and holding each other, which is, yeah, very funny. Instead of being like, this lady just got hit in the face with fucking acid. Let's, hey, you get a doctor or whatever. Yeah. Um, just kind of embracing each other and like, oh no, what if they put acid on you? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't, but what if they did? Oh Oh no, that sounds so bad. What if the acid just shot out of the walls and it's still here? You know? Seeing uh, seeing other people in problems makes me think about what if those happened to me? What if we're in a big bar or thing from like Jigsaw did this or something? You know? <laughs> what if we're in a new Fall Guys thing, but it's also Jigsaw? Oh no! And like, I, it's not um, even like they're scrambling to leave the bar. They're just like, oh no. That's well, it's, it's last call is the thing, so you know, they can't go. But, you know. Oh yeah, they gotta, they gotta pay your tab, you know, you don't want that. Like, yeah, some, you know, one more. Twenty percent extra gratuity because you didn't close out at the end of the night. Yeah, you look like a real fool. Not with, new, with these prices. <laughs> In this economy. <laughs> In this economy, yeah, I'll stay around. Whatever. Some lady got hit in the face with acid. I'm not paying an extra twenty percent gratuity. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, Fiona obviously, like, has a reaction and starts sprinting across the room and, you know, has, has a, the actress does a very good job here of, yeah, showing, like, a, a level of distress. Um, this does kind of start one of the issues of uh, the things that Fiona can and cannot heal feel wildly arbitrary. Like, she can just mm. bring some things back from the dead, but then, like, my eyes got hit with acid. Impossible. It cannot be solved. <laughs> Which, by the way, it cannot be solved, which is strange. Um, they, oh, they take her to the hospital um, because I guess at this point Fiona's like, I damage. I'm not an optometrist. Yeah. <laughs> get, a, get an ambulance out here. Oh, fuck. Um, and the doctor comes out and is just like, yeah, I have bad news. Uh, she will the- never be able to see. Uh, or not I, even that. She's just like, yeah, it's like not good. She had acid all over her face, and Fiona's like, "Well, tell me, you numb nuts piece of shit, doctor, can she see?" And he's like, "Well, it's like she got acid in her ocular nerve, so like, it's not great." Well, you dumb fuck piece of shit, man, doctor, piece of crap. What the fuck are you what? good for? Like, she starts losing her mind at him, and he's like, "I'm getting there. Give me a sec, ma'am." But like. <laughs> also kind of don't get the scene because she's like i'm not a fucking doctor just give it to me straight it's like all right she's you're she's blind okay she's blind she can't see like why won't he just break it down like yeah, yeah they, why they, did we do this though they literally have him come out like he's going to tell her that she died like this seems yeah. like the, the reaction okay first of all i i will say that in case it's not already glaringly obvious, the setup for this episode is that there will be two simultaneous um, parallel mother-daughter, like I was a bad mother, and coming to terms with that stories with both mm. Fiona and um, Delphine. Um, mm-hmm. Fiona's is, in my opinion, done a lot better with a lot more nuance and feels like it makes sense and it is maybe... 
more of a realistic take on a bad relationship between mother and daughter and regret on the it only part. has like it only has like one wild misstep that's <laughs> yes. largely just due to framing but like other than that yeah it's pretty well done there is one scene where they're just like we decided to have fiona take a, a bunch of pills and go crazy that's not great we'll get there <laughs> yeah and like the Saying that, like, Jessica Lang did a good job, like, the scene in um, the bar where she first finds Delia, like, after she's been attacked, that's actually a really good scene, like, because it starts to establish, like, Fiona not being so guarded as a person. She starts being a mom instead of being, like, the supreme, um, mm. and she realizes, like, she failed to protect her daughter, um, and that was, like, her whole deal is she's back to, like, protect everybody. Um, and, like, Fiona does, like, or uh, Jessica Lang does a great job of, like, showing a character that previously was, like, completely, like, closed off and, like, didn't wear her heart on her sleeve. Just, like, losing it because her kid is at stake, even though her kid's, like, a full-grown adult. Like, it, the gloves mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. off because this is her kid and it matters now. Um, and mm. she didn't think this would happen to her or her kid, and it did. And now she has to be a mom. Um, and now she has a lot of grief and a lot of regret. Um, and then they follow it up with another breakdown scene. But this whole, like, the scene at the hospital <laughs> is very framed as though, like, Delia died. And she didn't. Mm. It's the same, like, you... I wouldn't go I, to the hospital and expect them to be like, oh, no, it's fine. We fixed it. Like, you saw that her yeah. eyes were completely whited out at the bar, but yeah. we fixed it. It's fine. That was reversible. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like one of those things of, like, you'd be like yeah so she's still blind right and the doctor would be like yeah she's still blind and you'd be like fuck <laughs> because, like, it would be like a big surprise of like tell me if she's blind like yeah she's still blind man she got hit in the I face with fucking acid but i <laughs> sympathized with her because she's like just tell me straight like well it damaged her optic nerve which is like why don't you shut the fuck up and just answer the question doctor <laughs> you know but that's just yeah, me. very anyway, doctor explainy yeah. um, of yes. him to be like. It's the Arrested Development bit, but not funny. Where it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, like <laughs> like just say it straight. But to, you know, to me, what it reads as is like they had different takes of both the bar scene and the hospital scene, and they didn't intend on her like having a meltdown both times because they're. I guess what I'm trying to say is they are meltdowns of equal intensity. And the one at the mm -hmm. hospital feels like it would not be of equal intensity, given yeah. the intensity of the one at the bar. Like, she would have already and come to time. terms with it by then, because it's yeah. been a while since it happened. Um, and again, it's it, she was blinded, not died. It wasn't like she was waiting on news whether or not she was going to make it. Like, she was going to make it. It was just a matter of... It's not even a matter of, is she going to be blinded? She didn't have eyeballs when she left the bar. So, like... <laughs> I feel like that ship has sailed. Um, it's right. like if she were to have gotten her leg ripped off by a bear, and then they went to the hospital. Doctor, is she is yeah. she ever gonna walk again? Yeah. Doctor, yeah. is she ever gonna get her she, leg back? Like, no, you yeah. idiot. Of course she gets not. Both, she gets both of her hands cut off. Doc, will she ever play piano again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it starts. Um, it does start Fiona's. Um, like her branch of this, which. For, to their credit, it is a lot more relevant than Delphine's, thank God, because Delphine's makes no fucking sense. But you could tell they wanted to have, like, two parallels of, like, what if there were two bad moms? But unfortunately, one of the two bad moms is a real person who tortured slaves in real life. So that one does shouldn't and doesn't get a pass. Um, but yeah, it, it cuts back after that to... Um, the the zombie situation tm um and nan like i like this is a little bit of world building which i can't tell whether i like it or not she's like oh yeah no those people are definitely dead they're not people in costumes because i can't hear their thoughts which i'm like okay well we just said that in front of luke the next door neighbor um and he didn't seem to notice um <laughs> Uh, that's never brought up again. Them just be love, Nan love being this like, himbo. yeah, he's just like, and and Luke, by the way, is like, they're definitely just people pranking you. It's just a prank. 
tank. And this is this is one of the scenes where I'm like, all right, we really this is such an important power and i said that in the last episode when we got introduced to it i'm like this is such an important power that it opens a lot of plot holes the biggest one being so what amount of control over these zombies does marie laveau have because right now all the zombies are simply vibing but clearly like they don't have their own thoughts and faculties they like like deployed to location that's all she got them to do. She like set up where they need to be at the start of the map. But yeah. like she very clearly they like sent yeah. certain ones to certain places because the three daughters went to the door. And I don't think you'd do that unless you specifically wanted to fuck with Delphine. I don't think you'd send those three zombies specifically to the front door <laughs> unless you were trying to fuck with your yeah. nemesis or whatever. Unless Unless you, the writer, wanted to make something poignant happen and didn't quite think through how that would work. Yeah. That's, oh, also, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Another <laughs> thing that's, like, a little weird, and, like, I kind of thought about this in the last episode, but, like, it's it, I've really thought about it in this one, is, like, mm-hmm. we talked about how Marie Laveau was like, oh, they killed my Minotaur, and now we have to fucking go to war with them. My <laughs> thing is, like... Why were you so, like, horny to, no pun intended, to send the Minotaur after (laughs) Delphine again? Like, they're acting like Delphine, like, escaped containment. She was captured. She was dug up and captured by the witch. The witches. She doesn't like this either. (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, like, like I'm not defending Delphine, but, like, why are you like, oh, we have got to fuck her up? Like, she she didn't want to be there either. Like, it's not like she escaped containment or anything and is, like, seeking revenge. Like, she got captured by the witches. And also, like, if I were Maria, I'd be like, well, there's no way her mind is, like, still intact. Like, she's fucking fried. And then they're like, no, no, she's still here. Like, oh. That's weird. Could I swear guess, that would. All right, yeah. I guess the alternative would be like we've got to put her back in the ground, and that doesn't right. sound as cool. <laughs> so they're like, no, we've got to murder her now. I'm like, but you were so determined that she had to live forever, like under the ground. Like also, right. by the way, you gave her an immortality potion, so like just the long con. <laughs> yeah, a we're really gonna, good prank. We're gonna kill you way later. That also opens like a whole can of worms of like, okay, so does the immortality potion like make you like vampire invincible? Where there's like one way that you have to be killed, or are you like, or is it just like immortal? prevents like rot? Yeah, or is it aging? Is just just prevent like natural death? It. I don't think mm-hmm. they ever established. No, they, they. I think they do actually. Uh, Sloby from the future says we will find out. Oh, thank God. Great. Thank yeah. God. Because right oh, now it's thank, very thank nebulous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I will have a lot of questions about um, specifically the ability to summon and use these zombies because it's one of those things where like no matter what the answer is, it's not good because it does open a new plot hole. Either it makes Marie Laveau a bad person or it's a lot of wild coincidences end up happening at the same time, like the daughters being at the door. Um, <laughs> I guess, like, to go that into would be it wild, more. though. Um, like, if there was like a recap where, like, you wouldn't believe this, and they're like, Wait, really? Yeah. Holy crap, you wouldn't you believe know? it. The three, literally, the three daughters all just kind of meandered to the front door. It was crazy. Um, we get a shot after Luke's like, It's just a prank, I'm going outside, uh, and he does. Um, of Marie, um, just Chris Angel, David Blading it in the middle of the room. Really high, too, levitating off the floor, like really high off the ground for some reason. Like lay down style, too, like full on, like wearing a long dress on a platform, just forklifted eight feet in the air. Yeah. And it's like, well, does that happen with all of your spells? Because, like, we've seen a a good handful of people do spells in this show, both the like the voodoo witches and the Miss Robichaux's witches, mm-hmm. and none of them have like had their eyes roll back and levitated. The closest we had was when Delia did like the baby making um, circle with the snakes. Like her eyes went black for a second. Um, I guess that didn't work, by the way. They just really mm. don't talk about it. 
ever again. No, no, <laughs> um, no need. <laughs> yeah, no need. It just doesn't work, evidently. Um, but yeah. Also, um, as we're going to find out later, levitating in the middle of this ritual has like a severe and notable drawback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, if you uh, stop or get knocked out of said ritual at some point, you do just fall eight feet directly onto your back. <laughs> I feel like that's like magic 101 too, right? Like I, would, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would definitely do it over like a memory foam mattress or that's, something. <laughs> I feel like I'm in like magic class and they like start levitating. That's like my first hand raise. You know, that's like, yeah. I hate to ask a stupid question, but it just yeah. seems like. Does this happen all if the I, time? Yeah, like if I, if I run out of MP at a bad time, do I just like eat shit or like what's the plan there? Or like if I sneeze, like if I if my nose itches and I sneeze, like will I just fall? Like what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> Any sufficiently young professor is like, all right, now we got to talk about why you see a low ceiling when you do this. Because, yeah. like I, I really think they just uh, wanted the visual of when she does eventually come out of the spell of her, like, falling. They just wanted that. So they give us this two-second. Because when I say it's a two-second establishing shot of her <laughs> levitating, I mean it is a two-second establishing shot of us cutting away from the zombies <laughs> to her rising up off the ground and then immediately cutting back to the zombies. <laughs> There's no explanation. It's just like, oh, and in then- case you were wondering, she's <laughs> levitating. And then we've spoiled it, but eventually it turns like, I'm Marilio Levone, welcome to Jackass, and then she eats shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a moment, but, you know. <laughs> uh, this is when Luke goes outside, and he's like, all right, you guys, like, you guys scared a house full of girls. Like, good job. You guys can cut mm-hmm. it out. And the zombies are all just, like, in idle mode, I guess. Um, right. And... Some drunk guys wander up and they're like, whoa, cool prosthetics, man. Like, you guys are so, your costumes are so cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that's when Marie Laveau is like, all right, zombies, sicko mode time. Get them, boys. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And uh, they start just fucking obliterating these random people. Just fucking obliterating these random people. Like, ripping them to shreds. Um. And Luke, Luke does not escape this either. He starts to get obliterated. He will get away, but he starts to get obliterated by a guy with a sickle, which means that guy got buried with a sickle, which I feel is kind of weird. Um, there, a lot Comrade of the zombies, zombie. a lot of the zombies got buried in really weird stuff. There's like a bride, which that would uh, is the implication that she died like at her wedding. In the dress. Yeah, in I the feel dress. like they feel bad. I think the day before, and they, they're like, close enough. I feel really bad about this. You know, yeah. like, let's just. <laughs> or died of a broken heart or whatever. I think they just had the costume. <laughs> they had yeah, the costume exactly. on hand, and they wanted the zombie to be a bride zombie. They're like, we love Left for Dead. The bride witch was so cool. Um, but yeah, Madam Selfine was really nice. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is, again, going back to the, okay, so. She can, like, tell them what to do, obviously. So she either just, like, un... She, like, opened the floodgates and is just letting them do whatever, which, um, Mm -hmm. pretty fucked up, given that, like... (laughs) Innocent people could die, and they do. All you hear is just Marie Laveau just weapons free. <laughs> all the zombies go ham. You are That's Oscar. What happens? You are Oscar yeah. Mike to enter which school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the other, like literally, the only there. Okay, there's three options. It's that she was just like keeping them docile, and she was just she's decided to let them go ape shit, and whoever gets like fucked up gets fucked up, which is. N- not morally good that is fucked up because she knows innocent people could die um the second option is that she has no control over the zombies in which case that doesn't explain how they ended up where they ended up who they knew how to target how those three girls ended up going (laughs) after their mom like all of those things and then the third option is she has immaculate control over them and is telling them to fucking obliterate these random people I, I'm guessing to eliminate witnesses um, but as if anybody are, would believe them about zombies which is definitely not morally good so I thought the whole point of this thing was like hey don't let's not tell everyone about all the magic either you know what I mean like this is really not subtle you know 
I mean, and she did it on Halloween, and she did it on purpose on Halloween. So, like, the idea was like, oh, by the way, Kyle never gets mentioned this whole fucking episode. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Odd. Cause, yeah, you're right. It's like, it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's just, he's off having his own zombie adventure somewhere. It's He's fine. Don't God's worry about feed, it. Yeah, Godspeed. God's stupidest little warrior. <laughs> he's having his own little, like, fun little zombie adventure. He's just, he's just doing his own thing. Don't worry about him. Um. No one else is, so we should. Yeah, I'm not. Certainly... I'm, I, don't gotta tell me twice. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the zombies just start um, opening this pit up and just fucking destroying everybody. Um, and, and again, that opens a lot of questions. Like, are we supposed to view Marie as being like evil for this? Because everything we've learned about this character up until now is like she's very charitable and she takes care of the community and like she's. Every- morally upstanding mm. like i never i never trusted her ever since she said it's baby gravy like that's yeah. the point where i'm like there's something with her i don't like <laughs> but yeah 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 something's up no one says that <laughs> no one says i'm too skeeved she's gotta be evil <laughs> yeah um so the girls inside are like we need to get up as high as we possibly can and i'm like this is not the first or last time they'll do this in American Horror Story of being like, oh, the house is surrounded. Get higher in the house. I'm like, I, that's not like a real solid idea, I don't think. You're mostly just limiting it, your escape options, if I'm being honest. It, it like works in Night of the Living Dead, like the original and nothing else. Because like you say, yeah, you're like trapped now, you know? Like, and God forbid, yeah. like, the house catches on fire or something. Like, now you're just trapped right. up in the attic. Um, but yeah, Zoe yeah, kind of, yeah. like, says, like, in passing, she's like, go upstairs. We can hide in Spalding's room. And Spalding's on the stairs, and he starts doing, like, the... Mm-mm. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, immediate, like, no, don't think so. Not there. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. man has no reaction to this. The one person who would be like, oh, he doesn't want us to go up there because he's got a corpse. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Spalding's just like if Spalding can't talk, obviously, but like imagine like a cartoonish like him pulling on his collar, like uh oh, um, yeah. And then Zoe's like fucking whatever, and then Zoe looks at the front door and sees that Nan ran outside after Luke, the guy next door she has a crush on, um, Nan, not Zoe, um, mm-hmm. and she's like, God damn it, um, Nan does to her credit manage to save Luke, um, and pulls him out of being murdered, uh, the murder pit. Um, and like, she's not a very big lady. She's not a very big girl. Um, she's pretty short and Luke's a big man. So she has a hard time dragging him, but she tries and they make it to Delia's car, I guess is what she says. Um, and then they are hiding in the car and it cuts back to the hospital where Fiona's just like, Sitting here comes the fuck. This is the most dumb, goofy, bullshit ass part of Fiona's whole entire holy mm-hmm. shit train of it's thought. It's so good. So yeah, she's hanging out with Cordelia and just decides like to take out of her purse. She who hates medicine but loves drugs, I guess, is like taking. She's looking for her Xanax basically, um, mm-hmm. and she's out of them, and is like, well. I need to go find some other pills instead. <laughs> and just like starts walking around and finds, yeah, I guess a medication room full of it's, controlled it's substances that are all unlocked. Room. It just says medication Wait, really? room. That's why I said that. I'm like, uh, I never worked in a hospital, but I did work in pharmacy. I don't think they just have like a closet just randomly on one of the floors that's marked medication room that you can just walk in and there's just like, yeah, this is yeah. just all of the loose pills. That's how they name things. And there's like the open a guy or chamber, they call it, you know, for dirt. Yeah. What's a pharmacy? Well, anyway, so she starts taking like all of them at random and washing them down with whiskey. And accidentally, at some point, she grabs a bottle of pills that uh, have a label on the front that say the pills that make the hospital turn into the hospital from Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> she takes it's, those. It's, it's Silent Hill before. Then it's just that she starts hallucinating after she takes the pills, which is which is why I was like, oh yeah, no, she was trying to take the Xanax because the hospital was the scary hospital and she was out of them. She needed to take oh, the hospital see, not I, scary I pills. Thinking, 
I was thinking of uh, earlier where she just like had a normal talk with a doctor and was kind of rude to him. <laughs> and that's like, and it was just a normal hospital. And then she's just like, time to take the pills that make a hospital scary. That, <laughs> like, honestly, that what? would be better than what it is, which is just that like, she's like, I'm out of Xanax. And then she walks out of the room and it's already Silent Hill for some reason. Like, Somehow her daughter being she takes blinded pills that make it <laughs> make it worse makes it more Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pills that make it worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, she starts hallucinating now. Basically, uh, oh. mm-hmm. um, so she and when we say she starts taking all of them, we're not being like hyperbolic. Like she gets she gets into the medication room and starts acting like a raccoon that was let into like a cheesecake factory dumpster. <laughs> She's straight- She's straight up doing like big smokes fucking order, but with these pills, like I'll take a number nine, number nine large, number three with extra dip, number seven with a large drink, like it's like slamming all of them. It's fucking hilarious. Like it's like holy shit, the Supreme must be built different because this would fucking kill a horse. And like she's not checking to see what they are. She's just like opening bottles and dumping them in her mouth. And I'm like, oh, okay, good, all right, built different, I guess. <laughs> um yeah so she's oh, um, on boy. a lot of pills tm and that just works out she's fine some of them um make her hallucinate like a naked old man who's like we think you blinded your daughter and then she's <laughs> like oh no an old man i hallucinated um and no <laughs> but yeah this is where they remembered it was a horror show i guess and they tried to make a scary sequence and mm. the most infuriating part is this ne- this sequence needed to neither be a horror sequence nor the goofy ass sequence it ends up being. It needed to be like a dramatic sequence because if it if this next part was a dramatic sequence, it would be something. But it's not. So imagine the next 2 minutes of television with the yakety sax fucking soundtrack because that's how fucking goofy it is it's like a tim robinson sketch there yeah there are two people that um both reach a breaking point where one of them needs to be a regular human being and go no 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 stop this (laughs) but neither of them do right so you just end up with this weird escalation that becomes just completely unbelievable and comedic it is truly (laughs) an i think you should leave sketch about a witch who knows necromancy no 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 hold this hold this baby no hold it hold it no tell tell the baby tell the baby you love it i don't know what you're doing (laughs) tell the baby you love it yeah so Fiona, who is vividly hallucinating, but only that one time, um, stumbles into the room of a mother who I guess the hospital just fucking left alone after her baby died. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, she didn't need any aftercare, like counseling or anything. They were like, here's your dead baby. And just like put it next to her and was like, you have to deal with it now. And so she's like, <laughs> she's <laughs> I didn't think about it, but they totally did. Yeah. Like, hey, your dead kids over there. Good luck. Yeah. Like, they didn't, That's like, what you get for not having insurance, bitch. Get out of here. American healthcare, am I right? Um, American yeah. yeah, it's a real American yeah. horror story, right? They don't, like, take the baby to the morgue or anything. They just literally just, like, leave it with the mom and then, like, fuck off and leave the mom completely alone. And so the mom, understandably quite upset about what has transpired um i have to imagine this happened like a while ago um which means the baby's been dead it was stillborn um we know because she'll say this to fiona who wanders into the room um like they just straight up put it in a bassinet next to the mom and are like see you later (laughs) Good luck. Sorry, sorry. I guess uh, we gotta go do other hospital things. So, so Fiona walks in and immediately asks, like, sees this and is like, "Did it die after it was born, or was it stillborn?" And she's like, "What?" She's like, "What? Did it die after it was born, or was it stillborn?" She's like, I, "Why are you asking me this? Stillborn." It's like, "Okay, great. Hold this baby. Okay, hold it. 
hold it. And she's like, no, I don't want to hold it. Hold it. Hold yeah, the baby. It, tell her, it's like, yeah, she's like, tell her you love it. Tell, tell the baby you love the baby. You know, all this stuff. This woman is just like, understandably, like, distressed yes. the whole time. It's like, please, I don't want to see it. What's wrong with you, you terrible woman? I don't yeah. want to hold or see my my dead baby. Please stop making me hold my dead baby. Um, And she's like, no, you have <laughs> to tell her that you'll love her until the day that she dies. I'm like, don't. this is such a psyop on the part of Fiona. And, like, <laughs> and it's like, did like don't make me hold my dead baby. Did you say dead baby? Yes, I what? You know, she literally like, Chris Angel mind freaks this lady yes. to be like, tell your baby it's pretty and that it's alive. And she's like, what, Chris Angel mind freak? And watch, watch, watch. <laughs> yeah. And then the baby comes back to life. Yeah. Like, Holy and then she's shit. like, was this your card? She says as she leaves the room and the baby starts crying. <laughs> It's like, it wasn't the jack of hearts. You're right. I guess I got it wrong. But your baby's alive. The real tricks. Check under your alive baby for your card. Oh, my God. Uh, and, like, again, going back to what I was saying before. The first words that comes out of the kid's mouth are eight of hearts. Yeah. The end. Ta-da. And then the baby just dies again. <laughs> and Fiona's like, my work here is done. Um, again, like this scene, it's so like it. It fucking sucks so bad because a, it's just a bad scene. But b, like it could be something because it's very clearly like Fiona is mourning the fact that she was supposed to protect her daughter and she failed her daughter who is now in the hospital and she sees a mother who is not going to have the chance to raise her daughter because that baby died and she's like oh I can do necromancy I can give this mother a chance but instead of just doing it in like a meaningful sentimental way where she like maybe just walks over to the crib and is like uh, I think that the doctors were wrong and then the baby starts crying mm-hmm. or something. She's like, no, I'm going to do this Willy Wonka ass fucking sketch it's... where I make you hold your dead baby and talk to it like it's alive, which is traumatizing. And then it will be alive. And then I'm going to leave. <laughs> um, <sighs> It's a lot. Um, It could be something. <laughs> and instead it is also the worst the... version of itself. And it also like so I think the idea too is it's supposed to be being presented as like Fiona doing something like therapeutic for mm-hmm. the mother but the only way that works is if you like bring it back to life and then have her do all of this talking to the baby and then it's like very endearing of like Fiona has brought this child back to life and also set it up with a mother who now will appreciate the life of this child so much mm-hmm. instead she's like no I'm gonna traumatize you and then you get a kid ta-da yeah no it absolutely is like magic trick it's, also, a, good it's luck so bad real to I love drama behavior yeah I am the drama she says as she leaves the room but like yeah she just kind of leaves the mom with the now alive baby like good luck explaining that to the doctors um how your baby's alive now they left me alone and said figure it out so i just made the baby not dead anymore duh checkmate atheist like i don't know what you want me to say Uh, like yeah it it in a very specific way, it could have been like a good, meaningful addition to Fiona's arc that she has over this episode, but instead they do it in the worst way that they possibly could have, and it ends up being the most goofy fucking five minutes of television I've seen in a long time. It's so uh, weird. Um, So that's about the halfway point of this episode. Not our episode. The episode of television, American Horror Mm -hmm. Story. Um, I know what you're thinking. Hey, Liz, uh, not a lot got accomplished. Um, Yeah. No, that's about how the episode goes. There's a lot that happens, um, but not a lot moves forward plot wise. It's so weird, right? Like Fiona resurrects a baby, and it's like, but no, we didn't really do a lot. But like, it's right, it's correct, you know. Like, yeah, not, that's true. Not a lot happened here. 
Oh, well. Brought a child back from the dead. Um, one of the characters got attacked by a zombie and is like hiding in a car and dying. But like they're not really that important of a characters. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> an old lady um, was bad to her daughters. But like we kind of figured that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're wondering, oh, uh, did you guys break it in half? Because like a lot of things happen in the second half of the episode. Um, not in the way you think. Uh, yes and no. Um, a lot of things do yeah. happen, but not a lot. We don't move much more forward in the plot at all. Um, a lot of things do happen. Are they relevant? Uh, they're lateral moves, <laughs> I would say. Um, there, there is one incredibly important thing that is set up in the first half of this episode, though. That is Marie Laveau is airborne. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. very important to remember. That's the tantalizing, like, um, the cliffhanger that we can leave you all on is that Marie Laveau is still being suspended eight feet in the air by her zombie. It's pretty great, spell. yes. <laughs> oh. Well. All right. Well, um, all right. yeah, till next time, everybody. Catch you on part two of uh, season three, episode five. Burn Witch Burn. Till next time, everyone. Oh, yeah. Take easy. Name. <laughs> Take easy. <Bye>. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb shit show. <laughs>